What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, and joining us on the panel tonight are... The strongest nerd, Ian Robbins. <laughs> Roger, right? It's true. And the big bad wolf. No, it's just no. Johnny. Big I, no. <laughs> wow, Johnny. We should just do a do-over for the entire night because of that. Producing it, as always, is Matt Lubick. Take seven. Say hi, Matt. Hi, guys. Um, If this is the first time uh, that you've tuned into this show We are a review slash spoilery podcast So we are going to be talking about some books that are out this week And probably spoil some of them Uh, Typically we do a DC, a Marvel, and an independent book We review a graphic novel We're going to do some trivia If Roger's thumbs work any faster than I can talk Uh, Which would be a miracle at this point Because I am going to make it a record-breaking episode tonight Because we're starting really late just like last week. Just like last week. <laughs> that was we're going to. We're yeah. going to. It was a great episode. We're going <laughs> to. It was your birthday. It. No, but it was um, good content. Yeah. Um, so, uh, guys, be beware. Uh, anyway, we'll have, I think, some questions and some other fun stuff to do, some previews, some news, and all that. Johnny, wipe the sleep out of your eyes and pitch us the book. Yes. Uh, for DC Comics, we read Batman the White Knight by uh, Sean Murphy, a writer and artist and colorist. Uh, Matt Hollingsworth. Uh, this is issue one of eight, and it follows um, basically Batman is following the Joker all throughout the roofs of Gotham, and he finally catches him and beats him and fe- force feeds some, him some pills, uh, allowing the Joker to become sane, and he is suing Batman for excessive so, yeah for excessive force uh, I'm, I'm curious if like he watched if Sean Murphy watched Limitless before he wrote this and <laughs> it was the NZT pills because that's the only thing I could think to make sense out of like how some experimental drug would all of a sudden cure someone of the insanity that the Joker had it's just Benadryl <laughs> <laughs> the Joker's always been a genius so this is just the Benadryl to calm him down right <laughs> so um, Sean Murphy's art, great. He probably draws some of the best vehicles that you'll see in any uh, comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel that Sean made Batman enough of a threat to go about. We talked about this a little bit earlier. Yeah. To go about the Joker wanting to be the White Knight of Gotham and, and thinking that Batman needs to be stopped. And I thought there was a lot of kind of like subjective type like, well, Batman's the worst thing here. Therefore, I'm not that bad. Therefore, I'm going to sue everything and I'm going to be the good guy. I was like, that's a bit of a stretch even for comic books because that's kind of what happens in the end with the Joker becoming like sane. I feel it was a very it's a social commentary about things right now about people calling people who are trying to do right things bad. A lot of social uh, social justice warrior. They even kind of mentioned that term in here a little bit. So. Batman who's trying to do good things and they're talking about police brutality and oh you guys stood there and watched this there's a lot of that going on in the media right now so I feel that this was kind of play off that when I was first reading it I was like oh here we go again with oh the Joker keeps Batman around and the Batman keeps Joker around this has been done before uh and then it it got it got good I kind of liked the way it ended um yeah I, I it was definitely interesting uh art was great I thought, it was, I thought it was good. At first, I wasn't into it. By the end, I, I, I enjoyed it by the end. I really, really enjoyed it uh, because it kind of showed that Batman and the GCPD, even though the Joker is crazy and a murderer, they were in the wrong, you know, by letting Batman attack even the Joker and almost kill him. Because 
I don't think um you know uh what's his name Gordon uh, James right <laughs> uh, James Gordon uh, would do that or should have uh, let Batman beat up uh, Joker that badly because w- a couple of weeks ago two weeks ago we read Hush and he pulled a gun on Batman because Batman was severely beating up the Joker you know like we don't do that we do it by the book <clears throat> but how did they get well, there Batman too? was gonna kill him yeah and most likely he was going I mean he shoved a bunch of pills that he did not know down his throat like at least 20 of them it didn't seem very batman to me right either. Yeah. That because, part. well because um in in the story something ha- something has happened to alfred and that's right. why uh batman's lo- uh, losing it more than he's already you know lost it before um and you can kind of see like he doesn't care anymore and he's uh not holding back and the gcpd's just standing by is wrong you know just no, I, I can agree with that, but how did they even get there? Batman, right, yeah. Batman drove over rooftops and jumped a bridge. Uh-huh. All while still being outrun by the Joker on one of those little <laughs> hoverboards. <laughs> little hoverboards. <laughs> like, there's some stretches here that yeah. I, I'm not, like, one of the things Roger and me were, were talking about it with. It's like, okay, that had to have been done for the sake of comedy. Like, the Batmobile's literally driving over rooftops. Right. And the aerodynamics of Sean Murphy's Batmobile... That ain't gonna happen with something that long, like of a chassis. Like it's yeah. just, like the tumbler from Dark Knight. I can kind yeah, of like see it, right? it yeah. but not this one. Yeah, and that's why I mean, Jonathan. This uh, this afternoon, our discussion kind of centered around um, the the disparity in tone that was inconsistent. Like some things like that seemed to be trying to be lighthearted and fun and kind of catch your, you know, your your kid nerd bone and. But at the same time, the book is so dark, you know, that you want to take it seriously. And so there's kind of a conflicting tone with with a lot of the book. There's one section here that I thought either should have been edited better or this might be why, like, Sean Murphy needs to work with, like, a writer. Even I know he's written and done art for other stuff, but this just kind of bugged me a little bit, but it's like, there's a panel where where he's chasing the Joker. Batman is chasing the Joker uh, over a bridge that opens up. Mm. Okay, and it says, uh, like any great bid, it's all about timing, like knowing when the ferry ferry's crossing. And then like the next panel is Barbara going, "Oh my God, there's a ferry! There's a ferry! There's a ferry!" It's like, okay, you you just said like the ferry's crossing, and Barbara says the same thing in the very next panel. Like that was just a little odd. So. So is this now? I'm not like I said. I'm I'm a new fan to DC. <laughs> Did they ever get the Joker's name as Jack Napier, or is that's that a only from the movie? To the 89 movie. Movie, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's, that's what I was kind of wondering when they, when he said Jack and they said Napier. Sean, I was Sean like, that's like specifically said that that's what it, okay. that's a callback to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they haven't used that name because whenever they use it, they have to pay Jack Nicholson. It wasn't canon, right? It was just the movie. Right, it was the movie. Yeah. But they also, Jack Nicholson struck a deal with uh, DC or whatever that if they ever use the Jack Napier name, they have to pay him. So what are they doing with Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, no idea. <laughs> Is he going to be Jack Napier? Anyway. That's if that happens. I don't think that's Yeah, happening. we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Um, <laughs> I liked it a lot, uh, actually, because uh, it kind of showed, um, you know, Joker's other side like kind of uh, a compelling argument to like why Batman shouldn't be doing this why he shouldn't be attacking people 
Uh, and All the while, Bal's still being just as violent and destructive. Right, right. I'm not saying, like, Joker's completely in the right, but he's also, like, people aren't wrong about Batman that they that he should be a vigilante and, and almost killing the Joker. Like, that was an intent to kill, dude. Like, shoving the, all those pills down the throat. That's at least 20 pills. I'm okay with Batman just Batman, punching the crap out of the Joker. Batman should have killed the Joker long, long, long yeah. ago and saved hundreds and hundreds of lives. Yes, yes, but also he should be thrown I think in jail. This is one of those books where I'm going to have to read like the whole series to really have a, a thorough opinion on it because yeah. I, this is the cold open. We don't know where else this is going to go. Now, that being said, I'm not too enthralled by it. It's one of those things where it's like, well, I can wait for a trade. Like, I don't feel the need to keep up with this monthly because of this, the other DC fair that's coming out. So much good. Yeah, there's yeah. so much. There's already so much, you know, to keep up with from the main DC universe that an Elseworld story that, even though the art's great, it's kind of meh for me right now. I'm like, uh. Yeah, it could have some interesting spots, especially just the opening page where, was it a month or a couple months later? What did it, it was say? was a year ago. Oh, a year, yeah, where... He's walking up, and Batman's in chains in Arkham, and, yep. and as, I mean, it's we'll see how they kind of get there with it all. Um, it was interesting. Like I said, at first I was like, no, and then by the end I was like, okay, I'm interested. But yeah, trade I think would be a good way to go it, on this. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah it, it wasn't uh, the best, but I thought it was refreshing where it showed that yeah, Batman is a nutcase. He probably deserves to be in Arkham along with all, all the other villains, even though he's n- hasn't done anything horrible up until this point. He's kind of crazy. This is an Elseworld story, though. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. Like the Nightwing one. Yeah, like yeah. New Order. So, anyway, what would we rate this? Did Roger talk about it? Yeah. Roger's kind I've of... I've commented a little bit. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I'm good. Hey, I liked it. Yeah. it you know, it, it was fun. I was conflicted by some things, but at the end of the day, I was like, you know, I love Sean Murphy's art. Yeah. Yep. It's good. I, you know, I think that they did a lot of hand-waving and gesturing, you know, to to get to this point where Batman's evil and Joker's good. And I agree with Jonathan a hundred percent that we'll see where the rest of the story takes us. I thought it was, uh, it was originally a slated a three. It was originally slated to be a seven part series. They upped it an issue. So, hmm. um, pulled a Marvel. Well, at least they did it before. Yeah, they did right, it before right. it started before coming, coming out. out yeah. Right. So it has the original issues. one of eight up here on, on the top, right? Johnny, uh, four. I really enjoyed it. Three and Love a half. the art. Three and a half for me. I'm at three. So, um, yeah. All right. Ian. Oh. I'm so sorry. Is it time? It's time. All right. Oofa doofa. Oofa doofa, guys. <laughs> All right. Do you, do you want to preface this, uh, Roger, before We Ian? talked about it a little, a little bit, bit last, last week. week. Yeah. Um, you know, this is interesting. I mean, this is a self-published comic that, that, uh, that the writer, uh, Carol Zara, ended up uh, getting me to part with my money over and uh i don't i don't think i've sold any yet but um uh I, I i'm not sure this girl should be working as a writer as much as she should be working as in advertising and marketing for a comic company she's ridiculously hard working i'm not sure if i mentioned this last week because i think it was the day after the the morning after our podcast i had my coffee uh, out on the patio, I was going through my Facebook feed, and and she had a um, a post come up that was like, um, check out all the places where you can find alien toilet monsters. And I was like, oh, that's fascinating. So I'm going through all the states, and there's different shops listed and stuff. Get to California, 
And it's like, there we are, Verizon Comics. I was like, shoot, girl. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, she's but doing she the work it. for us. Yeah. You know, uh, and and driving people to the shops. So I have mad respect for it. Um, she's, she'll, she'll, I think, be very successful in selling this issue as hard as she works. I think it's going to be a little hard for her to sell the ones afterwards. Yeah. So on that note, <laughs> yeah. Tell us about it's the still, book. It's still not the worst comic I've ever read. It's still that's, that's very yeah. true because you showed me the worst comic you ever read, and it is the worst comic I've ever read. Real bad this yeah. this is definitely on my top five of worst I've ever read. So it's Alien Toilet Monster, ATM. Do not take any money out of the ATM to buy this. Just kidding. Buy it from Roger. Um, clear them off the shelf, please. This could end up being a cult classic, and be I worth think something one day. I think this is going to be a cult classic with a lot of people. It very well could be. So uh, you know the artwork in this. Okay, so first of all, this is a written by Carol Zara, Zara and Eric Barnett. Art and story by Eric Barnett. The art um, is very hit and miss in the book, in my opinion. There's there's some very cool splash pages. There's a lot of stuff that looks rushed. Um, wait, 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 though. Before we get into like dissecting it, what's it about? Okay, so what this is about, I can't yes, tell please, you. Please tell me. <laughs> yes. um, I, I, I'm so glad so, you did this and not Johnny. Cause yeah, you'd be stammering for 15 no, minutes. No, no. So uh, <laughs> I, 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 I read this twice. Uh, I came into the shop and talked to Roger. Roger was on his fourth time, um, trying to. I was like, "So what did you figure out?" And he's like, "You know, this is read number four. I'm still trying to figure it out." Basically, what it seems is there's. There's a multiverse type thing going on. Some people believe that it's there. Some people don't. They have these hologram monsters that people are watching at this bar slash restaurant. Um, there's there's talks about, I mean, we're in the future here. But then there's one part where Carol, Carol Zara is in the book and it says, do people still do that in 2012? So is she in the past? Mm. Is this a different world that she's in right now than what we're seeing? Totally um, it looks like there's right, intergalactic yeah. police. There, oh my gosh. It, so I think the big problem with this, I think there's a good idea behind it. I know you'll, you'll have your turn. <laughs> I think there might be. Okay. So like if you have something where, all right, there's alternate universes, there's these, uh, monsters that can morph with each other. Like you have some coyote and scorpion become this. It's yeah. It ba it's based off of eating yeah. and the yeah. DNA splices yeah. together off of what it eats. Yeah. And so. Okay, and then you have Scorpiody. Yeah, you have some Scorpio people who can do this <laughs> interdimensional inter travel. There's laws against it. There's police that enforce it. There could be some stuff behind that thought yeah. and that idea. The, the thing is, okay, yeah, there could be some good ideas there. But, like, the first issue, don't throw us off the freaking deep end. They introduce, like, three characters. and More than that, man. Well, yeah, but they're trying to... Uh, get us to I don't know invest in these characters and kind of uh, throw us into their world but we don't know anything about it and especially it's, since they're introducing uh, many many worlds way too so, much and way too okay the pacing is bad the layout is bad right. where I don't there's know there's no what alien I'm toilet monsters the, right. exactly and that's what I we think that was yeah I think that's metaphorical yeah yeah but that they're I, alien monsters that live in the toilet. This belongs in the toilet. No, I was going to say that. I was going to say, you know, <laughs> this is great for your toilet. <laughs> but no, okay, just reading this and looking at certain pages here, um, there's no page number on this. But look, if you guys see this, if you guys listening ever pick this up, one of the pages here, I don't know what I'm reading. I don't yeah. know what order okay, so to let me, read it in. Let me let me, let me comment because this is some genuine, genuine like constructive criticism for – 
for future for future Carol, books. I think is her name. Yeah, yeah. Zara, yeah. since she she's there's so many captions and bubbles uh, or uh, word balloons that it almost takes away from the art. So she really yeah. needs to learn how to say more with less yeah. and the, trust the, the artist art. yeah. to, to do stuff. And she's got to work on describing the layouts right. better, or the artist needs to take some, some lessons in how to lay out yeah. Yeah. sequential yeah. art. And because that's the biggest struggle <clears throat> with this is I, I came against the same thing where my eye was like, where do I go next and try to make sense of yeah. this? And at some point, I just started reading, you know, bubbles down the page right. or captions. And, and there's the so much that you actually run the risk of either missing bubbles or deciding yeah. not to read and certain stuff because there's just too much. And who's saying this? Yeah, like the, I don't know who's saying what. The the, the thing is, it's also uh, w like the layout is a very big big problem, but it's also wildly inconsistent uh you know where the panels are supposed to be mm -hmm. so you don't know what order you're yeah. supposed to be reading in that like just I, right. I mean i get it you're trying to be a little bit you know uh different from just a standard i don't know nine panel grid or whatever but that that grid exists so it's easy to read easy to follow a story when you right. when you pack a bunch of different um panels and even like art and coloring like in some pages they're they um uh, they're vastly different from other panels. It, it just it, like you said earlier, Roger. It um, sensory overload. Right. It, yeah. It's just ridiculous. It w even if there's not a lot of text, it feels like there's a wall of text because you don't know what you're looking at. You don't know what you're supposed yeah. to be reading. A good um, artist that uh, that knows how to do like if you want something that's like a little different, like on in terms of like layouts or paneling, Kenneth Rockefeller. Yeah, yeah. Kenneth Rockford knows how to kind of take like the, these weird angles and shapes, and and it looks different and unique, but you can still follow it. You can tell that he's, a, go he's with the flow. he knows there's, how to guide your eye through the book. Right. There's so, there's a structure, and yeah. and I think that that's where because sometimes even with like J. H. Williams the third, mm -hmm. he gets yeah. some really one. funky layouts, but there's there's an inherent structure to it. It doesn't seem haphazard or random. Uh, and like like with Rockford too, and I, I don't think that I don't think that the a book has to be, you know, um, so traditional like you know a nine panel grid or something like that, because um, even with that you have to know how to use it. You know, have to yep. use it well. Um, this this book is um, there's there's I think there's actually potential with some of the storylines, mm -hmm. but there's too many. You know, I think right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, they should have, you know, they should have either gone with um, this idea of, the, you know, this straight up sci-fi thing with the the alien monsters or something or go with this interdimensional relationship stuff, you know, because the, the, yeah. the, the guy's wife had died and then this other girl comes in. Who's her? Her doppelganger. Yeah, her doppelganger from, from another dimension. Another multiverse. Yes. And they're having this conversation and there's actually potential there. Yeah, you know, I think for either of those storylines, but in this one, I mean, there's so much it almost, that you're inundated with. Right. It it almost makes me feel like, hey, this is my first book. Here's all my ideas. I want everyone to see all of this because yep. who knows right. if I was I'm going to do the next like one. It's impatient. Exactly. Yeah. And and had that's you a, that's a good yeah way to describe had it. you had this been laid out better and you really worked on just a couple of the pieces and left us with a good cliffhanger. 
I think it would, like I said, there's a lot of potential, but this just, to me, was just so jumbled. It was and a cluster was, screw, yeah. just like yeah. everything at once. I know this is joked between you guys a lot, but the lettering was real bad, too. <laughs> no, I think it was, yeah. <laughs> it's just sometimes the words, the, the letters mix in, and you don't know what you're reading. And it, Well, the fonts change, too, because yeah, sometimes exactly. Ian and you I were, not... were looking at a page where you almost have to get out a magnifying glass yeah. to, to read it. Um, Finally, I'm not made fun of for lettering. No, <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah, there's one I was like, oh, I really got to squint at this one. You do not change fonts in like b- bubbles, like uh, you know, word bubbles. That's that's the yeah. uh, unless it's like from a different robot different or, or, or species yeah. or something like that. You know, I get that, but I don't know. It's uh, I there's mean, dude. Kudos to, to Carol also because she's already got freaking and those things. Those toys look awesome. They look like, really yeah. cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. She's I got, like these little chibi. Like you were saying, her promotion yeah. side is amazing, yeah. and the, these little ideas and, and toys are, are and wonderful. And how to market it? Yeah. 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 I I yes, I wish she had it locked down because the the way that she has everything laid out. You know, I went to her websites and things like that, to her Instagram. Like, there's a lot of product that she had and she's pushing. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. You know, it's on par with like. Uh, well, this is you know this is really fascinating. I, I agree. I've 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 seen a lot of that stuff come across my Instagram or Facebook feed. What, the one thing that we haven't talked about that I'm I'm really curious to get you guys uh, comments on, and I, well, we've talked about it a little bit outside of the show. The fact that um, she writes herself into this comic, yeah, which I thought was fascinating. And to me, it actually, it kind of fits everything else that I've seen about her as far as self-promotion goes and stuff like that. And that this is, there's, there's, and I think that a lot of the sales that she's gotten have, have almost become part of this cult of personality, you know, and that's like Jonathan, like you said, that it could be a, you know, that there's definitely going to, you know, uh, be a potential Um, I think she'll have a cult following. Yeah, cult and following and for this book, you know, when she was uh, introduced into the book, like that girl that's really into this uh, movie, this franchise of cockroaches or whatever, she's like, who, who, like, kind of trying to see, like, yeah, you don't know who I am, but you will. Well, she seemed really upset too. Yeah, and then and, because it's a nobody. Uh, yeah, okay, and then it's oh, I get you. Yeah, I see what it means. Okay, and so she's like, who the heck is this? And yeah. then it goes back to 2012. So, yeah. but by the look of the cover, she's gonna be some intergalactic or inter- she's multiversal badass yeah. right and so okay there's her little setup she's back in 2012 this but is but again that's just another storyline thread right. that is is introduced you know everything getting introduced at yeah. once into this book um i thought it was i thought it was ingenious that she did it yeah. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was one of the more coherent scenes in the book mm-hmm. because she's talking, you know, she's, uh, uh, well, she thinks she's Skyping with her husband Yeah, and he's like, he's like, Oh, sorry. It's audio only. <laughs> and she's just kind of deflated. Yeah. Like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but that's her. Looks just like her in the book. Oh yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The art, yeah. the art was I great for her. Yeah, I just checked out her Instagram too. She has a lot of cool stuff. It seems like she's very talented. Just, yeah, I think, well, I better, think she's into cosplay too. Because the, the, I think the picture you showed me was like a cosplay one. She had like a she's gun. Got, yeah, Real, and she's know. got guns. I mean, yeah. she's 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 built. She's got yeah, she's buff arms. She's got some good biceps. Look, uh, we're uh, in the comic book industry. We uh, really need a lot of um, you know uh, female writers and artists because yeah. there's there's a uh, severe lack in that. Um, you know, especially in the big two, 
Um, but I feel like she just needs to work on her craft and it yep. can become, you know, cause there's, there's good ideas in there. There might be good ideas, yep. just the way that it's presented, the layout, the, the, uh, inconsist- inconsistent art, you know, the overwhelming amount of panels and things happening at once. It's just, it's, it, if, um, this is the only book you have, you know, work on something else as well. Get your name out there like you've been doing before, yeah. but just work on something else work on something simple yeah. this this can't be your magnum opus because sure. you know your first work is never going to be your best work sure and i, th- I think too you know l- looking at this from trying to trying to look at it from the perspective of somebody you know on the outside of the industry you know basically um you know taking the the bull by the horns and doing it herself you yeah. know someone doing it that's commendable at once i think that I think that there's probably um, some some desire to, you know, get all everything out there at once, mm-hmm. you know, to do, hey, I'm going to show them what I got. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give them everything. And, and that's too much. Yeah. You have to you have to look at how that affects the com- the flow of the comic and the story. And it's I, I think it, it's it's probably especially hard for a new writer mm-hmm. to be patient. Right, you know, and to let stuff unfold. And the thing is, uh, it, she she needs to be uh, patient um, in like printing it in, in like uh, physical forms because this is. I think I looked on her website. This is the only book she has right now. Yeah. And if she was working digital and then printing them later, she would have tons of work and uh, tons of work that she can point people towards to, and especially companies that may have some interest in her. Okay, we need to do some stars. Yeah. Yeah, I wish her the best. Um, I you know it's. Uh, one and a half. Yeah, one and a half, two. I'll, I'll say two. There's potential. Two. Um, this was worse than the spawn issue that we read a couple of months ago. Uh, I believe it was 262. Half star? No, it was something. Whatever. One star. One and a half. Two. Like, yeah. It. It's yeah. good though. It's good to read a bad book sometimes. You know? <laughs> Get a mix of diversity. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just agree. Uh, you know, yeah, but I, always five star books. You know they're going to be good. You know? I yeah. actually, I actually think McFarlane's Spawn book was worse. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I really do. Because that shit, that dude's been around for a long time. Expect <laughs> better. Yeah, it. this is Man, this is her was, first run. It's, you talk, look, under rookie mistakes and stuff. That's yeah. completely understandable. Yeah. But the way that book was written was a big steamy pile of, oh man. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. moving on. <laughs> All right. Um, there's a Marvel book out this week. It's Iron Fist Just number seventy three. This one. Uh, it's the one we're reviewing. It's by Brisson and Perkins, and uh, it's Iron Fist. Kind of fighting Sabretooth, and I don't really remember much else out of this. Man, you really do not care about this. You got to give it a little more credit than that. It's got a horrible lenticular cover. Does it really? I actually, well, no, it is kind of horrible because you can't see the other. You can only see one of them. Oh, wait, there we go. So I saw this cover first, the the, the normal one. That's a better cover. That's a bad cover. I got excited about that because Sabretooth's very first appearance ever was Iron Iron Fist. Fist. Uh, And so I saw that cover. I was like, oh, sweet. Okay, let's see what happens. And I think the reason I like this book is because the last thing I did with Iron Fist was watch the horrible show. So, <laughs> so is it this, cleansing? yes, this was like that's Danny Rand. That's better. Okay, that's awesome. I feel a little bit better. And just that we talked about kung fu. There's kung fu names. I want to re- go back and read the ones before it because he was just in this big tournament. Uh, like that's the kind of stuff I like. Okay. You know. 
so Let's get up. the yeah. <laughs> so the the thing with that is the last Iron Fist interaction that I had was when we did yeah. the graphic novel. When I was yeah. 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 And so I'm Which like was amazing. this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. And then I open this up and I'm like this is not awesome. No, this is <laughs> like, this is a it's a mid it's setting up a story here. Oh. Uh, I think there was a little bit of problem at the end that some some someone gets into his place, frees this dragon that he has locked up in his apartment. Uh, that he spent a billion dollars to be able to keep in there. And someone just walks in, cuts through six feet of adamantium, and he goes to show Sabretooth this picture to say, I need your help. And After they, they tussle. After they tussle. Then finally he looks at it, and you see a tentacle, and you're thinking, Omega, Omega Red, Red, something cool. All of us went there. And then there. the reveal at the end is it's the Constrictor, who's a good B villain, but I don't know how he got through Star Tech. He's no like savant. The, no, exactly. So I'm like, uh, but you know what? There's so much stuff I loved about this, about like the just kung fu names, long arm bowl, and mm-hmm. and and all the stuff that is so kung fu, and the little the little fight could the have been of better. Plagues, yeah, yeah, the, the rat, rat of twelve, 12 who's eating the dude's men, yeah. you know, and then you have uh, uh, this guy sucking the other guy's chi out, made me think of uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Your soul is mine. He takes his chi. Like, there's all this cool stuff that that was great but like that fight could have been much better it was really quick and they just kind of like hey we're gonna mess your bar up we'll pay you later yeah. it you know it, it lacked I think, I think roger uh you were saying was it yesterday or, or earlier today when i talked to you the thing with like the whole legacy thing on this it's like yeah. they were trying to go for like oh Sabretooth's first appearance we're gonna put him in this story arc mm. and they went back to you know the the branding of with the the character head in the corner and trying to like play on the nostalgia yeah and bring back an old villain you know, they even brought back stamps. Period. Yeah, bring back yeah the stamps and all that. Um, like but, anybody's gonna cut these out. No. Well, I'd cut them out. But well, I would too. Yeah. That's <laughs> <a different story. laughs> but there's not a whole lot else. Right. So it's not like how, how when when we had you know not to, to be a dead horse, <laughs> but it. when DC did Rebirth, every book was like slamming. Yeah. Yeah. It was part. it was at least good. This out of the launch, at yeah. the very least, but. The, the, and it's the not writing, that this is bad, but you great. you'd expect this to be better coming out of yeah. legacy. So the thing is, this, the writing is mediocre. Um, it, the story is not engaging to me at all, uh, and the art is wildly uninspiring. It's it's kind of uh, I, it's not flat as in like art. It, it's just it falls flat. It's not it's not different. It's just darkish okay art. I want you to be an artist one day, Johnny. Tell us how you really feel. Hey, man, I can appreciate art with, and also suck at drawing. It's fine. Um, It's just, I I don't know what's what's here for me. Like, yeah, um, I love Power Man and Iron Fist. That, you know, it had so much... um, so much there, so much. That was a specific tone. Yeah. Right. This is, tone. this is this is not the tone that. They're, but like, also, I can't for. tell what makes Danny Rand from a different, you know, like a different character. What sets him apart besides he can punch things real good? Well, yeah. this, I don't think this sounds like this is a good interpretation for a first issue to get who he is. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's a setup. Uh, it's playing yeah, it, to the nostalgia of previous Iron Fist fans. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think. I've read it. Yeah. I think uh, the I think the art was good. Nothing nothing that grasped me like like oh wow, but it was good. It yeah, was it wasn't bad. Yeah. Like I said. Right. But yeah, like you said, you're expecting more coming out of legacy. Like if this is your first legacy issue, then we really should have had And I think that's a big problem a right now in Marvel. They have they have they have access to a bunch of great artists, but they put in 
the books aren't great. Good. Great no, characters, but, but great they, artists, but everything still coming out is mediocre. But also, like, let's say the Marvel they, rant for the end. They, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like we <laughs> usually do. They also put very bad artists on books, you know, like X Men Gold or things like that. It's just like, what are you doing? You know, well, you have access to really good artists, and you're not using them, especially on your top. No, he was a bad artist. Um, Johnny, yeah, you gotta you gotta take it down a notch on yeah. that, dude, because you might think that that's terrible, but there's probably a lot of other people that don't. Right. Okay. I think he was a real bad artist. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, look. Okay. It's just. I feel like I need something more from this. It wasn't engaging at all, and I do not care. Roger, what do you think? Um, I I thought it was okay. I, it, it didn't particularly blow me away. I, I thought the art was fine. Um, there's some neat little threads in there that they put in, uh, you know, this mystery of, of these other guys, you know, what do they want? I mean, there's some kind of a power play going on. Um, at first I was kind of confused because I thought that they were, you know, breaking out of prison in Kunlun, but yeah, but I, I'm pretty, that's gotta be somewhere else because be somewhere else. it's outside of the, the 10 year window where Kunlun which reappears Johnny or Johnny Danny knows how to now with the book of the iron fist he can yeah. get there other ways yeah but it I don't even think it was clear that he knows exactly he's still how. trying to figure it out from what um, I read in the last number one they went to some special island that was also kung fu related okay so might have to do with that um it you know it, it was okay it was good I, I love Danny Rand I love his character I I might read issue two We'll see, 15. but I mean, Constrictor doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> uh, what a cool name. Should have been yeah. Omega Red, man. It should have been Omega Red. If it was Omega Red, Red that would be, that'd be a different pop at the end right yeah. there. Yeah, definitely. I was like, Constrictor, okay, cool, but what? He Ooh. got through all that? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they have a sequence of him bumbling his way through by accident and getting lucky. Right. And Danny being like, what the freaking crap was that? Like kind of thing that that could that could change my opinion on this book. But I don't think they're going to go there. No. From the tone of the first one. Too serious. So uh, let's do some stars unless you have something else. No. Two stars. Johnny. One and a half. Oh. Ian. Three. Uh, Two and a half. So, all right. Uh, what would you guys rather have reviewed and why? Dawnbreaker. Dawnbreaker. Dawnbreaker <laughs> yep. Dawnbreaker was good. It was the first thing that I read uh, when I got home after picking up my pull. Last issue of Jason Aaron Star Wars. I thumbed through that. Yeah. Looks pretty legit. Uh, he did more stuff with the 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 super Storm awesome Stormtrooper squad, yeah. and it looks like Sergeant Creel's gonna be That's like lurking around threat. for a while. His little plot arc of those Stormtrooper troops. Like. Yep. Is that Voltron? Who who put out the Voltron <gasps> book? I probably would have rather uh, like Forge. Oh, I would have rather done Voltron. Voltron than, uh, would have been actually a ATM. cool one to get. Yeah. Like get into because that show it's based off the show. What? Yeah. Oh, all right, Roger, it's, I need that trade. Oh. It's gonna. It looks like it's gonna be pretty so good. So there's Avengers Legacy. That would have been. Why would? Why right. did you take that from me? Because because I just saw you coming over to say it. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> Avengers Legacy. Yeah. And um, I'm gonna with Avengers. I'm gonna wait until because they're actually gonna be blending like Avengers and U.S. Avengers right. and Uncanny Avengers into one title For and doing kind of a disassembled. Series. That's so dumb. Um, called uh, what's it called? The story arc. It's not disassembled. It never surrender. No idea. Uh, and Walking Dead came out. Something, yeah. something true. like that. Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to be the story that builds. Books. No, mm. 
Um, I think that's going to be the story that, that deals with the celestial. Why is everybody day. taking my thing? I was going to say Manifest Destiny. <laughs> Johnny, can you just like, have it ready to go? I knew what I no, wanted to no, remember. You, you have to look at the wall. Yeah. Now you're stuck with these three. <laughs> no. You can say the same thing, Johnny. No one's going to think right. less of you. <laughs> Are you that much of a hipster? Like, I have to say it first. Johnny, is it safe to say that you want to read the same books we just mentioned? Yes. Even, okay. Uh, Superman came out this week. Oh, That's it? right. It's uh, uh, but it's not. It's I'm not. Behind. It's the interim team. It's the interim team. Because every time that uh, Gleason, Mankey, and uh, um, Tomasi have a big story arc that yeah. they're gonna do, they take like two, two to two to four. So they have these little mini two part arcs that they do, and so this is the second little mini two-part so arc. Just, it's not the great story. It's the good story. It's good. It, don't get me wrong. It's good. Deathstroke shows up in Metropolis and tries to take out Lois Lane, and Superman's kind of pissed about it. So um, it's it's fun. But the next story arc is going to take place on Apocalypse. Oh, that's, what? that's the great story. Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. So, and it's going to, I think, involve some evil Lex stuff. So finally getting back to that. Because I think this... Until uh, Manhattan. I, I have no clue. But it, I think the story arc is called Imperious Lex. So, Sounds and it cool. takes place mm-hmm. on Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, uh, trivia? Yeah, you I'm ready? good to go. All right. Who's my white sister? Why are we Rose doing, Red. Wait, why are we doing <laughs> Boom! Wait, what? Rose it, Red. Rose Red. Yeah. Did we the, say the, what the, trivia we're doing? The rest of them aren't even going to be easy. <laughs> uh, I'm doing fa- uh, Fables trivia oh. because we're reviewing Fables. That's right. Volume tonight. one. So, um,. Yeah, that was super easy, but mm. now this is where the pain starts. I played the Wolf uh, Among Us. Oh, the video. <laughs> what happened to the wolf in the Three Little Pigs tale at the end of the story? After he attempts to blow down the like, break house. Via the, via the metal are we song? Talking, are we talking about the original fairy tale that was the cautionary tale? Yeah. Not the, the fun cartoon disney version? Yeah, no. Yeah, the original. He died. They called Rambo. How? Uh, Woodsman uh, came in. No. Skin- no. Oh, no, I think I read writing. Dang it! What, how was it in this one? It blew. I, I just know the metal song where they called Rambo and he blew him away. Do you remember <laughs> that? That green jelly song? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. That's funny. No, well, he couldn't blow the house of bricks down, so he decided to come down the chimney. And he burned alive. The pigs, no, the the pigs heard him coming down the chimney because the whole thing with the pigs went out on, on their own in the original story. Um, their mother, mother sent them out because they didn't have enough food. They were too impoverished, so they sent the, she sent her three piglets out on their own to make their own way in the world. And that's when you know the one pig was lazy, built the straw house, you know, and they said, but the the one industrious little pig built a brig house. And uh, but anyway, so they heard the uh, they heard the wolf coming down the chimney. They put on a boiling pot of soup, and the wolf fell into the into the boiling pot, and they ate really well that night. <laughs> Tables got turned on that, <laughs> <laughs> right? Classic fairy so, tale. Yep. Yeah, it always ends crazy. A dead yeah. wolf carcass in front of a pig, they'd probably eat it. Yeah, pigs will eat yeah. anything. Pigs will eat anything. I mean, if I think it's what is it? Uh, what's that Guy Ritchie movie? Is it um, Snatch? Lock, stock, oh, two smoking yeah, barrels. Yeah, yeah. For the like, beware of anybody with a pig farm, because <laughs> like all the mobsters just feed yeah, the bodies. Feed yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Um, Jack went up the the beanstalk to the giant's castle. Mm-hmm. Okay, what two things did he come down with? A golden goose. No. 
Mm, I don't know then. It was actually, I mean, it was close. It was actually a, a cow? It was a sickly hen oh. that he nursed back to health and it laid golden eggs. And beans? This is the original one. No, beans no. is what he had to and grow the beans. The head of a giant? No. no. The giant came down. And then he, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, because he chopped the, chopped the, the beans beans down, down and. Milk. No. His cow. Yeah, I know there was a cow in the story. <laughs> that's no, what he Not the original. That's what it was. Yeah, the beans. Mom was PO'd. I, mean, I remember. Magic I remember beans. all these like yeah. dark ones. Yeah. I can't think that of magic this. beans, mom. It was a talking harp. That's oh, right. I knew oh, that. How would anybody? There's always know. something musical yeah. going on in these stories. Yeah, fairy tales. <laughs> so, okay, um, this last question is going to be the listener question. Before we get to that, we're going to go over the winners from last week. And this guy, this guy is is like the new Tony Nunez. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. We actually had a lot of responses. We equaled our high for uh, for questions. We had nine responses. Um, thanks, everybody. Uh, the winner of the trade paperback is Fernando Calderon. Nice. Um, and the comics go, go to Crichton to pause. Nice. <laughs> Heather. <laughs> you pick up the comics. So. Happy, happy birthday, Heather. Heather. Happy birthday, Heather. Um, they're probably still at Disney. Nice. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Fernando Calderon gets uh, Black Mirror, and Crichton gets uh, the pack of comics. Really good stuff, too, including Murder Machine, Justice League, Power Rangers, and Marvel Legacy. (laughs) (laughs) What was was the question? That was a good read. Yeah, what was the question? It was... um, The question was, what was Alfred's real last name? Oh, that's mine. (laughs) Oh, nice, nice. That's right. My bad. The answer was Beagle. Beagle. Alfred Beagle. Alfred Beagle. Okay. How do you spell it? Like the dog. Like the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, for this week's question, if, if you want to get in on the winnings and uh, so somebody's got to stop Fernando, he's on a roll. That's like three, three out of four. Yeah. Blake. Something like that. <laughs> calling you up, man. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, Carlos. He Blake hasn't answered, answered in a long time. Anyway, okay, so yeah, if you want to get in on the winning and get yourself uh, this week's graphic novel, which is the Fables Volume 1 trade paperback, or... An okay batch of comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Then answer the following question. Okay. Um, uh, Prince Charming promised Snow White anything she desired as a wedding gift. What did she request? That's a good one. <laughs> if you can, if you can answer that question or Google that question. Then uh, send your answer to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com and you might win some good books. Or okay books. Or okay books. <laughs> All right. But you could win. You yeah. can win. Um, so you're pitching fables. No. No, that's me. Oh, that's you. I that's wish. Right. I, I wrote I wrote the pitch. Fables. That's right. Right. My bad. Who picked it? Uh, Roger picked it. That was actually year. me because, yeah, Ian didn't have one. He was like, yeah, you pick. I'm like, um, okay, Fables what have I got? Uh, Fables Volume 1. It's I a great to read pick. That. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, in the land of the Fables, um, they're, uh, uh, they were all run off by the adversary. the adversary, and they fled to this unmagical place called new york city (laughs) where uh where they've been living you know kind of amongst humans uh hoping to someday get back to uh the land of fables 
Um, for now, they're they're stuck in New York City, and in in this story arc, we're looking at a um, a uh, murder investigation. A who done it? A who done it? Of uh, Rose Red. Some something happened to Rose Red. Close Will to the spoil game. that? Do we spoil? No, it? I don't no. think so. I don't want to talk then because I, I played the game and I don't know how similar they are. Uh. Oh, is it? Is it the Wolf Among Us? Yeah, is it yeah, based off the first fables, volume? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's two different video games. One was the Wolf Among Us. Yeah, you're Bigsby. Bigby. Bigby. Yeah. Who I really like. Oh, he was great. awesome. Character. Great Bigby. character. Um, I don't. One might say the best character in this volume. <laughs> well, you yeah, ha- yeah, and you have a few. I mean, it centers around uh, Bigby, Snow White, Every and time. Jack. It's a compulsion, guys. I'm sorry. I have to crush them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the listeners can pick that up or not. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I can't abide in leaving crush. an empty bottle. My bad. Um, I don't know. I, I actually I have. I, I mean, I think it can be. Hey, look, it's pretty telegraphed. I think that you know. I mean, you don't know the the whys and wherefores and stuff. I, which that's really kind of a nice scene when Bigby. The parlor scene, yeah. That he, you he's know, like indulge. You almost me. never yeah. get this chance, <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, so, you know, uh, Jack comes to Bigby. Uh, Bigby is the wolf from the Three Little Pig story, and in in this world, basically all the fables have come to New York City or or the farm of state where the the, the non- less human, non human looking or morphing or the, ones. Right. Go or the, the those who can't afford the magical incantations to the make glamouring the spells, yeah. Um, and so they they all have jobs and they all have you know, and it's not it's and for most of them it's a lot less than glamorous. Uh, Jack shows up to to Bigby, you know, in a panic because there's blood all over Rose Red's apartment. Something's happened to her, and Bigby's you know undertakes this investigation to find out who did it um i loved uh, the interpretations of these characters Mm -hmm. and um i I really really love big snow white yeah he is horrible man he's so funny you you meet Prince Charming in a restaurant and and he's and he's flirting he's flirting with the right waitress and she's like you know so you you want my number and he's like well actually you know, I, was I was gonna, gonna skip out on the check because I don't have any money if you want to pick it up I'll go back to your apartment with you and she's like okay <laughs> like he's such well, a well I was gonna get stuck with it anyway yeah. yeah she like, said, the she said I was gonna be if you ran out I was gonna be stuck with the check anyway so I might as so well just might pick as well it get up. yeah pick it up and the next morning he just leaves her a note he, he bolts out and he leaves her a note can you pick you up my dry, dry cleaning yeah he, I took he, some like, cash I took some of your cash please do my laundry yeah I was pretty sure you'd say yes I think my biggest laugh out loud moment was Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh. dude, it was like four panels. Yeah. Should, and that was the we funniest should, thing. We should note this is a mature book. Yeah. Yes. Even yeah. though there's like not a It's not a, that bad, but it's but lang- yeah. there's some language in it. One or two and, spots, yeah. And some implied some implied things that are happening. Yeah. What well, like boo F and who? Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> was said like three times. I was like, I I think I'm gonna start using that. <laughs> When did you start cussing so much? Right. But yeah, oh my God, the Pinocchio scene at the ball or the gala, yeah. the Remembrance Gala, so was good. 
that that stupid witch interpreted it too <laughs> literally. I've been I've been like seven years old for three hundred years. <laughs> and then <laughs> All right. Oh, I was dying. That that was oh my god. I I think the whole book was worth reading for that one scene because <laughs> when I got to it, I was just like, Oh yeah. Yeah. It, I was it, I was laughing at the beast too. Where his, yeah. his teeth oh. wouldn't... Yeah, oh right. my gosh, that was the so cool. The dialogue for the beast in the beginning. Yeah, the more that Beauty was mad, the more he looked like the beast. And right. so, well, my teeth have grown, but my mouth hasn't. <laughs> so he's, got, <laughs> he's getting good. like a lazy tongue. and he's <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny. It's pretty good. Wait, 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 where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Because my so mouth is working. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> blaming you, my thwait, but <laughs> I seem to turn back to a beast. To extend that you've as mad as me. <laughs> like, that's how it's written. It's so freaking funny. It's so good. Oh. It, it feels like a hefty book, but it's only, what, five, five issues? Five issues, but there's bonus There's stuff. a lot of right. bonus, oh, stuff. Okay. bonus stuff. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, this this came out in 2002. Yep. Um, I gotta say, I really enjoy the art. Uh, it's, you know... So it, classic, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a classic um, comic book from the early 2000s. It reminds me of... Um, uh, Pia Guerra from uh, Why the Last Man, mm. um, you know, and they could also when they're doing like fantasy settings, it looks amazing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really enjoy the uh, art. Well, he he kind of I think has a pretty good storybook feel. Yeah, like with a lot, especially when he goes into the Blimey, fantasy you know. fable type settings. It the looks like an, around it. Yeah, it, looks, like it old looks story pages and scrolls. It looks super right, old yeah. school storybook. So, I think. You know, if you're, I think everybody should be reading this. Like it's it finished. Is this series? Yeah, is this series done? done. And then are they just in another Ferris? Is that still going? That's a spinoff, right? That's gone too. That's gone too. The the last a couple of spinoffs. He had Jack of Fables uh, and Ferris. Yeah, and then there were actually some prose novels because this has an excerpt of of one of the prose novels that was done for the last and a couple of video games. I mean, that's that's how important this book is. I believe the last issue came out as a last trade wow yeah i think so he wrapped it all up yeah maybe i believe so. I, don't, I don't recall I, I wouldn't put it past him bill willingham oh that's dude. right we should say who it's bill willingham oh, yeah. and land medina are yeah. the creative team is it um, land throughout land medina I think no. so. Well, throughout this, these issues, yeah. Yeah. I, well, I mean, no, I'm, I'm saying like throughout the... The whole series? Yeah. No, I oh, think okay. it changes a couple right. times, well, I think they, they, they said that like Steve, is it Leia Aloha, Leia Aloha, or these ones here also have done some of the pencils? Not yeah. in this one, but... Because they, they won 14 Eisners. Right. Jeez. It's actually more. It's 22 Eisners. Oh, look, he had it all written Well, it's so down. funny. I actually... Just, Ian, I, I, had feel, some... I would feel bad if we didn't let no, you okay. read what you have. No, Go it's ahead. good. It's Go ahead. No, do it. Uh... <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Okay, so I just said um, uh, one of the reasons I love listening to this podcast is it opens me up to books I wouldn't normally pull. I would never have pulled this. And yeah, I me neither. I love this book. So so it gives me opportunity to kind of open up a little bit. Winner of 14 Eisners, but actually 22 per wiki. Written by Bill Willingham, penciled by Lan Medina. All fairy tales take place in the woods, even when they don't. We are taken to a world where fairy tale and folktale characters have fled their worlds to safety in New York amongst the Mundies who are the normal the mundane mundanes. people. Yeah. Uh, they've tried to put aside their differences and certain things in their past aren't to be mentioned when one of their own is missing and there's a violent crime scene to be investigated. Who can be trusted? Uh, who killed red Rose sister of snow white. Maybe you think it would be someone like the big bad wolf. However, he's the detective on the case. 
forget what you think you know and enjoy this witty, wonderfully illustrated tale of whodunit. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Nicely done. So it was. I just. It was. It was clever. It was witty. Well written. So funny. Uh, moments with the beast. Pinocchio made me laugh out loud. Art was great. Had this classic feel that really matched the matched the story. And uh, yeah. Did you- because you know, I, everything is always in my own voice, right? <laughs> when I read, but when I got to Pinocchio, huh? I'm a it real was boy. yeah. <laughs> I've been a real boy for three hundred years. years. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. oh my god, that's that's great. <laughs> no, it's funny. So I actually I forgot I wrote a little trivia about Eisner's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's oh, nice. see. Let's just do it real quick. Uh, what was the awards that Eisner Awards took over for? The I don't know the Harveys. That's the Harveys one. is another one. That's yeah. not what it took over for though. Okay. Well, kind of, because this one's split into two. The, the original Kirby's. right before Kirby's. Okay. Kirby Awards were right before that, and Kirby Awards took over for a different award group. That was 1970 and 1975. It was the Academy of Comic Book Arts. They called them the Shazam Awards. Nice. Oh wow. Yeah. So Shazam Awards from 70 to 75. Kirby Awards were 85 to 87, and then Eisner Awards 88 to present. Did they use the same trophy? I don't know. Little that. globe know. that spins. Yeah, not sure on that one. So, but yeah, so fourteen is what they claim on this cover, but it actually won. Um, Falling Eisner Awards have also been won by members of their staff for work on Fables, best writer, best lettering, and so let- lettering got like eight years in a row. Freaking nice. yeah! Wow. So, so yeah, very very. Like well, this one, wait, this one volume got 14? No, so no, it was throughout the series. Yeah, oh, okay, okay. 2003, 2004, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 11 for Todd Klein won Best Lettering. That's pretty stellar. Yeah. Maybe if someone could find out what's the most award-winning book and let us know, because I didn't look that up. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so, uh, sorry. So Fables number 150 is volume 22. Oh, very yeah. cool. Yeah. It's a whole volume. Whole volume. One of the other scenes that I really liked out of this is one of the one of the three little pigs keeps like turning up like <laughs> drunk, <laughs> sleeping, on lawn. sleeping on the lawn. Well, well, he, or he shows up. He first shows up on uh, Bigby's couch. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "You owe me." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "He's like, what do you want for breakfast?" He's like, "What do you got? <laughs> Bacon and eggs." <laughs> he's like, <laughs> "He's like, oh, you're the worst. Yeah. You're terrible." <laughs> and then he shows up at the uh, the big party at the end. Uh, mm-hmm. The Remembrance Day or whatever. It's yeah, called party. right, right. And he's in the kitchen eating the food, and they're like, "Hey, are you on the menu?" And he's like, "I hope not." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it has kind of like uh, not a dark humor, but uh, you know, like more of an adult uh, humor. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, the book's not for kids. Yeah, no. but it's it's, it's a ver- it was a Vertigo published, right? Yep. Yeah. It, so. it makes these o- really old fairy tales refreshing and new, and you know, it's it's really fun read, and I kind of want to read all twenty two volumes. Yeah, that's a me lot. too. That's that I I'd never really. Yeah. I'd heard of it, but I'd never read it. Wanted no, yeah, to read it. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, I'm going to finish this out. I want to go through and read. Well, it looks like we've got two, three, four, five, six, yeah, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. I've got the entire series. Nice, Except nice. Twenty-two. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not buying the entire series. <laughs> it's going to take a little time. Stack them up, Johnny. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know about that. you can do it. You'll be fine. Uh, anything else that that you guys want to talk about, or you want to rate it? It's just an amazing book, and I think uh, people that you know like fairy tales or just like good books, uh, pr- preferably mature readers only, um, should take a look at it, read it. It's really well done. It's fresh. So, what's your rating, Johnny? Stars. I loved it. Five. It's a good rating. <laughs> Roger. 
I think I'm at I think I'm at four and a half stars. Mm-hmm. Um, it it was almost perfect. I, I love so much about it. I'm but. about where you're at because I I don't know about you guys, but I kind of was like, all right, I think I know where this is going about halfway through. Not, I didn't know all the steps they were going to take to yeah. get there, yeah. but I called the ending. Yeah. So, and that's not necessarily a detraction from the book, but I'm, I'm dinging it at half a star just because like, if you would have thrown like enough curveballs at me to make me like, what? Like throughout the whole thing, I probably would have given it a five. So four yeah. and a half for me also. Yeah. Ian? Almost saying, yeah, four and a half, but almost a little bit opposite from you. And a lot of murder mystery whodunits, sometimes you want a little bit more of what they're seeing so you can put it together. Mm. I kind of, I kind of felt the end was going to happen that way. But all the stuff he says later, you're like, well, you showed me this and you showed me that, but you never, some of the steps he talks about, we never had a chance to look into that for ourselves. Yeah. Right. So I think a little bit more of that detail for us would have been good, but that a little nitpick. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't take away from Great, the experience yeah. of the book at all. Great book. I'm going to read the rest of them. Four and a half. This is, this is probably unfair for me to say for a, you know, um, a self-contained volume, but I kind of felt like everything was wrapped up and done here that there wasn't like if if i didn't know that there was volumes two through 22 i don't know that i would be interested like yeah, this is I'm done i'm curious like I, what other I, I story liked, so this i would have liked some threads this for me it thing. did because i'm like well, okay Bluebeard. wait they there's blueberry there's also who's the adversary and they all talk about possibly well, going back true. one day yeah, th- th- and so i'm like oh is this something that they're gonna look at later you know what else could they do with yeah. this? And they yeah. definitely threaded Bluebeard because he left incense, uh, right. incensed from that whole situation, and then the adversary, and then there was something else that I forgot that was in this, but I'm completely exhausted and can't remember. Jackson so. Red, possibly. It's gone. Oh, Flycatcher. I think that was it. I was like, who is this flag? Yeah. I'm not sure. I never went and looked who he was. What, what I, I, I didn't look him up. But but when I was reading it, it started telling me more of the other stories. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stop. I okay. didn't want to spoil anything. But So, yeah. Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to read volume two. Yeah. Cool. I, I loved it. Uh, everybody cool? Yep. Do some previews. All right. Uh, from Marvel Comics. <coughs> Excuse me. We have. All New Wolverine number 25, that's Legacy. Amazing Spider-Man number 789, that's Legacy. Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows number 12, Daredevil number 27, Defenders number 6, and that's Legacy. Despicable Deadpool number 287, and that's Legacy. Minion crossover? I don't know. Falcon number 1, that's Legacy. Hulk number 11, Miss Marvel number 23, Star Wars Doctor Aphra number 13, Uncanny Avengers number 28, and I think that's starting the Legacy thing that you were... No, wait. Is that the one you were talking about? No? No. Uh, Weapon X, number 9, X-Men Blue, number 13, and that's Legacy. From DC Comics, we have Action Comics, number 989, and that's The Oz Effect, part 3. Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, number 15. Bombshells United, number 3. Dark Knight's Metal, number 3 of 6. Yes! Oh, God. Uh, Are we reviewing that? Huh? Are we reviewing that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, what Marvel are we doing? Yeah, I I don't know. Let 
Marvel fan. Let's I'm not sure. <laughs> there, there's a part of me that wants to go back to Spider-Man because apparently he's lost everything again. So I'm curious. These are all like starts of new story arcs at this point. Yeah, let's do Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm cool with whatever. Yeah, I have probably Spider-Man. Spider-Man, tentatively Spider-Man. Yeah. Is see, it still there in slot? What, slot's yeah. gonna Jesus, slot will dude, never move until on. he dies. He has a long game plan. <laughs> uh, um, Detective Comics number 966. That should be the lonely place of living. <clears throat> Part 2. Flash number 32. Gotham City Garage number 1. Uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number 30 Justice League of America number 16 Mr. Miracle number 3 of 12 oh it's a good week from DC <laughs> 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 oh my 12 issues I keep thinking it's like uh, Neil Gaiman this is supposed to be in the indie comics so I'll save that for later mm. New Superman Ragman number 1 of 6 is out next week that actually looks pretty interesting Red uh, he's a lesser known hero yeah uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, number 15. Scooby Apocalypse, number 18. Suicide Squad, number 27. Supergirl, number 14. Superwoman, number 15. Wildstorm Michael Cray, number one, is debuting next week, which... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, 12 issues, I believe. Maxi series. And then Wonder Woman 32. From Indie Comics, we have Birthright, Black, uh, Birthright number 27. Black Science, number 32. Family Trade, number one. It's like a water world story. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Dystopian future. Take three hours to read. And maybe. <laughs> uh, Royal City number six. SpongeBob Comics number seventy three. Wicked and Divide number thirty two. <laughs> God Complex number one. And Neil Gaiman American God Shadows number eight. What's God Complex? I think that's the one we're going to review. It's written yeah. on here. That was the one with the. Right with the. Um, the, uh, the like mythology, yeah. like future mythology and stuff like that. For graphic novels, we have Batman, The Flash, The Button, Deluxe Hardcover Ooh. Edition, and that comes with a lenticular cover also, I believe. Okay. On it. So, yes. woo. Uh, Black Cloud Trade Paperback, Volume Number One, No Exit. DC Bombshells Trade Paperback, Volume Five, Death of an Illu- or Death of Illusion. Deathstroke Trade Paperback, Volume Three, Twilight. Hellboy and Hell Library Edition Hardcover. Injustice Gods Among Us Year Five Trade Paperback, Volume Three. Jeez. Uh, Justice League Dark Side War Saga Omnibus. Oh, <laughs> oh that's the whole thing. Yes. Oh, nice. I everything. need it. How much is Dying that? It's probably 100 bucks. Oh, 75. 75? Oh. oh. Well, then. Well, it's, it's still. It's on my pull list. I might just pick that up next week. <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, uh, low Trade Paperback Volume 4 Outer Aspects of Inner Attitudes. Uh, Rat Queen's Trade Paperback Volume 4 High Fantasies uh, 7 to Eternity Trade Paperback Volume 2 Star Wars Screaming Citadel Trade Paperback Super Sons Trade Paperback Volume 1 When oh, I Grow go. Up Sweet I Want to Be a Star uh, I Want to Be in Movies Thor by Walter Simonson Trade Paperback Volume 1 New Printing and Walking Dead Hardcover Number or Volume 14 and as always this is not the complete list of new releases if you want that go to horizoncomics.com click on the new releases button it's updated every Monday what are we reviewing next week graphic novel wise Rocketeer Rocketeer is that with Christian yes cool sweet he recommended that yes okay cool and it was a it was a late recommendation Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm getting the books in Tuesday okay 
<laughs> Woo! It's going to be a cram day. By chance, yeah. if you remember, pull me a 7 to Eternity volume. Okay. I'll, I'll, yes, yeah, let's I'll do this on the podcast. <laughs> All right. So for news, uh, the new Justice League trailer is going to drop on Sunday. So it'll be... Have low expectations. I will be, not watch paying, it. Paying attention to that. Do not watch it. I'm conflicted because no I want spoilers, to. Don't. But but I, I ha- I've had a policy where I watch one trailer and then I just go on blackout on everything That's else. That's what I do. So I think I have um, to watch that. It comes a day before my birthday. Yeah. Sorry, I got Pinocchio's head in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> At least something's dropping. <laughs> Jesus. How did yes. you guys not give this a five? Oh, oh. my God. This is little things, John. Yeah, I get it. Um, and then, so some actual comic book news. Marvel, as Marvel does, is going to release three new series. At least. At least. <laughs> It'll probably double by next Those week. Are just the ones that leaked before Comic-Con. Yeah, before New York Comic-Con. Uh, so uh, I believe in December we have a prequel to Old Man Logan, and it's Old Man Hawkeye. It's right before our Hawkeye goes blind. Oh, okay. Um, he still has a sight. Yeah, I think it said five years before Old Man Logan. Yeah, something, something like that. that. And I'm interested. Now, the the cool thing is, is it's art by Marco Cicchetto. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. So he's one of the unsung, awesome artists that yeah. Marvel likes that they to don't rotate use. around. They use him. Credit, they use him on a lot of stuff, but yeah, he doesn't get. It. He typically does short runs on things. He doesn't. He, yeah, he'll he'll do like one through six, and that's it. You know, one through five, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but he's probably one of my favorite ever Marvel artists that's exclusive to them. It's pretty good. Uh, then we have uh, two X-Men series that are going to be coming out January. Uh, oh, God. The first one is Legion. They're bringing him back, which I thought was weird because uh, uh, he erased himself from reality. Well, so okay. did the show, right? That's like more than dying. Yeah, but, you know, it is. But it's comics. That's ridiculous. Secret Wars and Legacy. <laughs> Ah, who cares? Continuity. Um, you know, like, the stuff that's coming out at DC, it's just like, ooh, it makes me want to get back into single issues. But then I look at the stuff that's coming from Marvel, I'm like, nah, I'm good. That's uh, sad. Uh, I think the reason they're doing Legion is because of the success of the show. Yeah. So. It did really well, I think. Yeah. So, um, and then the other Marvel series is Rogue and Gambit. So they're getting... Okay. And now, Give that some, a of shot. These, some of these would make sense... I think is maxi series or mini series. Yeah. yeah. I can't see an ongoing, ongoing. Yeah. but, I mean, but they they're going to, they're going to bill it as an ongoing right. series, but they'll cancel it after eight issues and, compl- <laughs> and then put everything into one right. trade as Marvel does. And so, but that's my issue. If they just went in with like the intent, like right. this is the story, this is all we're going to do. If it does well, we'll take a break. We'll come back and yeah. do another volume. Yeah, but Instead the, of trying to push like a full... I think more people would buy them if they knew that they weren't getting on board for a mysterious run of however many issues right, until yeah. it's canceled. But the vision was always uh, advertised Intended to be 12, yeah. It was always advertised as 12 issues. Yeah, I think Tom King like had he that He works so good out, in 12 so. issue increments. Yeah. So, and that's it for for news, unless anybody found anything else that's out. Bob's Burgers movie 2020. Week? Do horses get New York's going right now? Heads? Is it? Yeah. Started? Yeah. Do they? I don't know. We watched a couple people just flew out. <laughs> least, I think they flew out tonight, so maybe it starts, it starts tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, it does start tomorrow. So there's gonna be a lot of stuff week, yeah. that we'll have to talk about next. This week. This is where I do my thrashing. 
<laughs> um, did Carlos ever send any questions in? Uh, nope. Uh, Carlos. Well, yeah, uh, I feel yeah, like, alive, yeah, you know? seriously. I'm browbeat him. But but the two consistents, the constants on this show are Carlos and Blake. Because yeah. Blake always he, sends they, me questions. They get, we got so used to them sending questions every week, and then when they don't, it's like, oh, man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's borderline heartbreak for me because I expect that dose of Los. I know. At least one. So, <laughs> God. Um, I, hope, I hope when he's listening to this, he's just shaking his head like, God dang it. <laughs> and there's one God. week where he actually did send a question. We just didn't look in the right, right spot. Right. And, we, <laughs> and we still so shamed him. We did it again. See, and we still shamed though. him. Yeah. He set the expectations so high. <laughs> yeah, the bar the bar is set high. All right. Um, we, we, should, we should ask Carlos a question. <laughs> <laughs> why, why did you not ask a question tonight, Carlos? Yeah, so what's your favorite character from Fables? There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Blake, luckily, Blake sent four. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> they're not they're not super long. Okay. First one is what? Because he always asks, okay, what are you what are you reviewing? Mm-hmm. So he kind of has like a heads up to ask us like stuff pertaining to that. So that's cheating. Um, <laughs> it's not cheating. I, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you want questions, right? We literally say it at the like yeah, last week. So, yeah. Uh, what household fixtures are or appliances would be terrifying for aliens to come <laughs> out of? Is the first I think question. Toilet I think is toilet 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 is up there. Like, no, yeah. toilet is a tough. Was that one. movie in Shower, the eighties or whatever? Naked, the like, Ghoulies was it? Ghoulies where the little alien demon was in the toilet. Ghoulies back in the day. You guys I remember? I have no that? idea I what you're talking you are about. Correct. Yeah. What is this ghoulies? It's these little demons that people summon old, like, you remember that movie Critters? Did you ever see Critters? Oh, my God. It was around the same time. Hey, dude, I'm 23. Dude, (laughs) you got to go back. watch some. Hey, I I watch old movies once in a while, too. So, but anyway, Uh, ghoulies. Laundry. Do you remember Chud? (laughs) (laughs) I knew you would know that reference. Okay, sweet. Um, Washing machine? I think think shower because you're completely naked. But I think there's nothing, like, you can do. Hot water, yeah. Hot things water, start yeah. like getting all That'll over you. It's just bad. Yeah. No, I think toilet is still the top one. Toilet's so pretty bad. Well, the fr- <laughs> your, your, your fridge would be bad. You're about to go and eat something, but something hops out and, and eats you. you. Yeah. I think toilet. Yeah. I mean, toilet. Toilet's is still definitely number yeah. one. Um, especially <laughs> when you see like true stories of like snakes coming yes, out of toilets, and spiders. Like, ah! Wait, that, uh, those are true stories. Those are true stories. Yeah. Well, I'm never gonna prove again. <laughs> You do the squat over here. <laughs> like rattlesnakes, up. like come but out of That's them. horrible. Yeah, it is. It's terrifying, isn't it? Roger, do you have a. Are we, are we covered nah, that? <laughs> okay. Um, what is your favorite Elseworlds version of Batman? And I think it's the Kingdom Come version. Ooh. That's a good one. With the exoskeleton, and he's the crotchety old man uh, that yeah. actually saved Gotham. Made it the safest city in America. Uh, I like Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond's really good too, Yeah. But that's is that not Elseworlds? It's not Elseworlds Without anymore. Without the connected continuity, like the TV show. The TV show? Like, yeah. Okay. Like its own thing. Mm, I'm trying to think. Because, um, I mean, like, there's there are some uh, Elseworlds, like Gotham by Gaslight and things that like was that. Ju- that was something I was just thinking of that I want They're to. They're going to make. Have you seen the preview for the movie of that? Yeah, the trailer. The trailer? Uh, no. It's awesome. Pretty cool. Uh. It's actually pretty awesome. But I saw they were doing that. I, I just I went back in and ordered some. I think we're going to be reviewing that. It's um, Mike Mignola, right? Batman Year 100 is uh, real good um, by Paul Pope. I haven't read that one. Or even with hmm. something like Flashpoint Count. 
Flashpoint Batman, Thomas oh, Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's, he was great. But that was that's awesome. kind of still main continuity, though. Yeah, because it it's does not now. Like, yeah. Take, yeah. Yeah. What, what, if you take what Earth Prime and just count the alternate universe section? Yeah, it, well, I think by <laughs> Elseworlds. Actually, I think I'll mean, have to go with the drowned. <laughs> you haven't even read it yet. You're excited. I'm That's so, next I'm, week, right? I'm so stoked for that. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, Matt, wait, they're taking a break. Yeah, Metal number three. Next week. Metal and then three. the ground is after that. Man, I really yeah. want uh, the Batman and Captain America crossover in 1996 is in Elseworlds. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. Uh, God. Um, I don't know, man. There's uh, not a lot. I'm the looking. Dark Knight? Does that count? Dark Knight Returns? Yeah, that's yeah. Elseworlds. The, the, the Miller-esque Batmans yeah. would, be, would be Elseworlds. That's why I said Kingdom Come because it's not main continuity. It's its own thing. It's yeah. it's its own story separate from everything. So like year one, year one would be one. one. I think would Long Halloween count? That's a Halloween. Yeah. Was that main continuity? Or that, was was that, that was main. That was main. That was in the main uh, continuity. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So never mind. Um, there's some good ones. There are, but yeah, I like the Kingdom Come one. We get to see old crotchety Bruce. Like he finally grows into like his personality, <laughs> or I should say, ages into his personality. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's not that so, god. Yeah, he, he's just like just like mm, coffee, black, <laughs> steak, well done. Like he's like just like no nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Ron Swanson of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that's my favorite one. There's a lot of great Elseworld yeah. stuff though. Ian, did you have one? Uh, beyond, yeah. Beyond. Terry McGinnis, yeah. Terry McGinnis is like you have to think like that was so popular they put it in comics. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was a great show. That was a great yeah. show. <laughs> Um, what I is your fa- what is your favorite ability? Uh, you can stop now, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> um, what is your favorite ability that Iron Fist is capable of besides punching things really hard with the Iron Fist? Dude, I, we, we this went, is a question for you, really. Well, we went Roger. over some of the stuff that he could do with when he focuses chi. There was like time travel and like yeah. there's or interdimensional travel. There's all kinds of stuff uh, that he could do. Regeneration. Re- yeah, healing. Yeah, he can heal. Yeah, healing's a good one. Oh yeah. As long I, as he can focus, he can heal. Look, yeah. when I when I after reading Iron Fist, when I signed up for it, I just wanted to punch things really hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not expecting I much mean, else. He punched a dragon in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's amazing. <laughs> uh I would probably well, you know, the other Iron Fist who was channeling the 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 chi through the bullets uh was Orson, Orson Randall. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty badass. Nice. And then final question, uh Blake wants me to ask you, Roger, what your complaint about Marvel is this week, if any. <laughs> hashtag Marvel May Rants. Okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> Their lenticular covers suck. <laughs> Can I see that? Again? It, 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 one cover no, or dude, the other. you you cannot justify that it's cover. So I love. Okay, and right it's, here it's perfect, and then yeah. I just you can't see the. Well, other explain one that what it well. what it is, Roger. Like why it. Well, they're doing it. They're doing a classic cover, and take it out and and look at the back, the Alex Ross side, and this is going to be true for everyone. Um, mm. I think DC has gotten their lenticular covers down. I mean, they look crazy good. Um, Marvel and these, the the first one that they did was the Marvel Legacy one, and it just looked shiny. It didn't transition from anything, and it, it, it looked kind of 3D-ish, and it was like, mm, uh, Okay. It gives people headaches. It's not great. <laughs> yeah. The transitions but just don't the, have the, the The two lenticular covers that we got today, um, Jessica Jones and the Iron Fist, they have two different covers. One's an homage cover, and, and then the other is the original cover, like Snowblind, first appearance of uh, Sabretooth. 
<clears throat> and <clears throat> they're so close together, but you can't, when you're flipping the book, you can't get a clean Glimpse view either of or. either one. Yeah. There's always, I mean, there's there's a lot of overlap. So the, the, and I just think it, I think they end up when you, when you're just looking straight on at it, um, it's a hot mess. Yeah. So I mean, the, no they should have just um, printed this new yeah. cover in front and then on the inside done the old cover. I agree. That's fine. I would have. Ian, did you take a look at the back? The Alex Ross art. It's look how awesome that, that looks. Good. Now that is awesome. That's straight. Remember the old X Men trading cards with the clean holograms? That's what yeah. that looks like. Yeah. Nineties. Yeah. Uh, honestly, oh. I hate that, all the uh, like uh, holographic covers, uh, even the DC ones. But the DC ones are made much better than this one is. I'm nineties. I love foil stamped and yep. yeah. hologram chromium. You throw chromium foil. Uh, lenticular. I had all my different Spider-Man runs with the issues that had the little hologram in the middle. I'm a sucker. Like, yep, give it to me. <laughs> yes. I think I think you're right, Ian. Let's if they if they had chosen one cover, like the the original cover, uh, and done lenticular, uh, you know, this of is that. Complaining, I get it right, and it looks perfect now. They just needed more. <laughs> more depth you have to hold to it tilt. just right. <laughs> yep. Because like, if the tilt was a little more angular with deeper. Yeah. Like inlays, it would have probably worked out better. Look what you started, Blake. I can get the white snow cover perfect, but I can't get the other yeah, one. Yeah, right. As well. Exactly. Yeah. You have to open up the book, and it's right there. Yeah. All right. So anyway, there's the rant. <laughs> there's the rant. Um, guys, no new reviews this week. Nope. Uh, I'm so sad about that. Bryce Smith kind of like threw the gauntlet sure. for 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 reviews you at this know, point. He set the bar a little higher. I don't think that we've gotten a review from Ian Robbins. I've been saving it for the right moment. Sure. All right. <laughs> When's uh-huh. the right moment, Ian? The right moment soon. Whenever he feels it? like it. Patience is a virtue. Yeah. Well, something this generation doesn't down. know about. <laughs> when Marvel has a great relaunch <laughs> is when we'll get Ian's review. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I just watched the end of Spider-Man, and there's Captain America talking about patience. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, guys, if you want to go above and beyond, if you like what you're hearing, please like, share, rate, review, subscribe, all that nonsense. And you can go to patreon.com slash all-Star Comics Podcast, correct? Did I get that right? Yeah, yes. you look like you're really surprised that I'm looking at you. Um, I like it. Oh, <laughs> dude. Don't, don't make me look even more longingly into your eyes. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, but dollar content gets you on every, th- like, the, the basic stuff. $3 level gets you the exclusive content. Multiversity, Multiversity University episodes, which stay tuned because we have another one after this, correct? Three. Yeah. Episode the, three. Those have been great. Egg, yeah. Right? Very Thank you, cool. Larry. And please send in like uh, the um, like suggestions that you may have to his uh, email address. He's gonna be um, he's gonna be coming in next week. We're gonna have a new batch. Nice that we're working on. Yeah, we still we still have more in the can. There's another three that you haven't heard, and then we're gonna have. We're gonna try and keep you know several of them. Yeah, definitely. I'm going on vacation soon. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the all you patrons out there, I'll, I'll drop those all at once again too. So you'll have cool. Like ten that you can go back and forth and listen to. I, I just wanted to point out too one of our one of our uh, um, responses from the questions this week too was from somebody new, um, uh, Earl Lloyd. Oh, he left us review back in August. Was it? I oh, think cool. Earl. Yeah, because nice. he called us lads. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> oh, you're right. Um, yeah. He uh, he had they had sent in a response to the question too. So I just wanted to thank, thank you, Earl, for that. And, yeah. And uh, definitely don't give up. Everybody else. Somebody will win 
besides Fernando at some That's point. Right. Oh my god. Well, it's funny because it was it was Blake for so long. Yep. And Blake then, and Heather, and then Heather. Uh, practically every week, and then, and then um, the guy that David Revis. Was I, the, the, I think it was the first. Was I the first one to change the? Might have been. I might have been format. It was the yeah. Doctor Strange one. I he think. Re, right. He he suggested we change the format, and we did. Now it's like Nathan every week. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, thank God, Tony Nunez doesn't enter every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Right. To, yeah. Something. Anyway, uh, if you want to keep up with everything at the shop, like Horizon Comics on Facebook. Follow at Horizon Comics on Instagram and Twitter. Roger tends to put up all the new stocks and restocks every Tuesday. Yeah, most Tuesdays. Most yeah, Tuesdays. 80% of the Tuesdays. Yeah. So it kind of gives you like a little reminder of what's coming out and what's been restocked. Uh, if you want to keep track of Johnny. Yes, uh, I haven't been posting a lot lately, but I will again soon. Uh, you can follow me everywhere at the johnny 2 x 4 Ian? Instagram NorinRad81, and you you actually posted pictures of your son's room. Yeah, I did a uh, Superboy it's Jonathan up on the door, dope, and which next, is awesome. yeah, next looks, is actually looks really good. Ryu is going to be up there soon <laughs> oh, yes. uh, for my oldest boy, and then we're going to fill it in with Pokemon, and just we're that's going to be a whole mural on that door. Hell yes, nice, yeah. nice. Um, I am at Saint Jonathan on the Instagrams and the Twitters, so follow me there if you so wish. At the Hydra 5-5. Five five. Yeah, my Hunter hit 305 this week, so now I can move on from Destiny. Oh! <laughs> I'm at 287. I'm so oh, close. Man. I can taste the it. The grind to 300 to 305. Yeah, it's all milestones. <laughs> it's all milestones at that point. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Have a great night. Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome back once again to Multiversity University. Tonight, I want to talk about one of the weirdest comics that you will probably ever read. And I know there are some weird comics out there. Just a few weeks ago, uh, Grizzly Shark was reviewed on this podcast, and that's certainly a weird one. But um, I don't think I've ever read anything as weird as the one we're going to talk about tonight. Now, the thing that's important about this one is that this is, depending on your view, if you're a traditionalist who still sticks to the view that Famous Funnies number one was the first true comic, then the one we're going to talk about tonight is still important because it would be the very first comic book predecessor. Uh, for those of us that hold the more modern viewpoint, uh, this particular comic book is actually the first comic book ever published, and so this is where everything begins. And the comic book I'm talking about is The Adventures of Mr. Obadiah Oldbuck. Now, this was written by a man named uh, Rudolf Tupfer. He was a Swiss teacher, playwright, novelist, artist. He did a lot of different things, but his main job was being a teacher. And he would write these little stories that he did to entertain his friends and his students. And one day, a very famous a uh, German historical figure, Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, who, uh, for those of you who know much about German literature, you know that he was one of the founders of the late 18th century Sturm und Drang movement, uh, which was really important in German literary history. He saw some of these drawings that, in these stories that uh, Rudolf Tupfer had written, and he said, you know, you really need to publish these. 
And so in, although Goethe unfortunately died before they were published, um, Rudolf Tupfer did begin going to newspaper and magazine companies and seeing if they were interested in what he was doing. Now, we're going to talk about him a little bit more in a, in a future episode, but the thing about uh, Rudolf Tupfer is that he is considered the father of the modern comic strip. He was really the first person to write sequentially, sequential comic strip stories that were designed really for entertainment. Up till that point, most comics had been written for political or religious propaganda purposes. And um, he ended up in 1833 publishing his first comic strip. And then in 1837 came the first, not only the first comic book, but really the first graphic novel. And that was The Adventures of Mr. Obadiah Oldbuck. But it didn't go by that name at first. It was actually published in Geneva, Switzerland, under the title Les Amours de Monsieur Vaubois. Now, for anybody who speaks French, I apologize. I don't, so that was the best I could do. Uh, roughly translated, that's The Loves of Mr. Oldbuck. Uh, there was a second edition published in Paris in 1839 that was went under the title L'Histoire de Monsieur Vaubois, just the story of Mr. Oldbuck. That was kind of an interesting addition because what they did, rather than paying uh, Rudolf Tupfer to publish his story, they just hired another artist to just exactly copy it. Now, that might sound a little bit uh, strange and perhaps illegal, but believe it or not, in 1839, it was perfectly legal. As long as they had a different artist draw what he had done, it was perfectly okay. It was considered original material that they did not have to pay any copyright fees for. In 1841, an English edition was published in London. Uh, now, when the translators were translating it from French, they were working off the 1839 Paris edition, the one that was called L'Histoire de Monsieur Vaubois. And they thought that that title, The Story of Mr. Oldbuck, wasn't exciting enough. So what they did is they changed it to The Adventures of Mr. Obadiah Oldbuck. So one of the things that they did was they began the whole tradition of alliterative names in comic books. So names like Clark Kent, Lois Lane, Peter, Peter Parker, and J. Jonah Jameson actually all go back to this 1841 translation of the adventures of Mr. Obadiah Oldbuck. And by the way, the name Obadiah never actually shows up in the comic. He's simply called Mr. Oldbuck all the time. So the Obadiah was just to get the attention for the title. Then in New York, uh, in 1842, the American edition was published by Brother Jonathan Magazine. Uh, Brother Jonathan was technically a newspaper, but it, well, it wasn't really a newspaper because it had absolutely no news in it whatsoever. It was actually just a, uh, a way of getting mailing cheaper because it turned out in, uh, back in 1842, it was cheaper to mail a newspaper than a magazine. So they called themselves a newspaper, but they really were a literary magazine. And they published The Adventures of Mr. Obadiah Oldbuck as a supplement that their subscribers could get for 25 cents. Now think about that for a second, 25 cents back in 1842. A hundred years later, in the 1940s, comics are going to be selling for a dime. But in 1842, it cost 25 cents to get this one. Now, I really encourage everyone to read this because this is where the whole comic book industry, the whole history of comic books, this is where comic books get started. And 
I'm not going to say that it's good, but it's interesting. And like I said, it's weird. Uh, basically, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. And you might think it's very difficult to find an 1842 edition, but it really isn't. If you go online and you simply look up The Adventures of Mr. Obadiah Oldbuck, one of the links you'll find is to Dartmouth College and their online library. And they actually have a copy of the 1842 edition that you can read online. I'll tell you a little bit about it, but I want to spoil the whole story. It starts off with uh, Mr. Oldbuck. He's trying to attract the attention of a woman that uh, he has fallen in love with, despite the fact that they have never actually spoken or met. Um, his initial attempts are not very successful, and so five different times in the book, he actually attempts to commit suicide. And each of these suicide attempts goes hilariously wrong in some way. So, that's one of the weird things about the book, and that is that back in 1842, apparently suicide was considered humorous. Now, eventually what happens is that his love does get kidnapped. He goes and rescues her. A bunch of weird things happen for some reason that's never quite explained. There's a group of monks that's taken a... Uh, a a strong dislike to Mr. Oldbuck. They at one point kidnap him. He escapes. They later kid are able to kidnap him again and sentence him to death for, again, reasons that are never quite explained. Um, but eventually, uh, there is a happy ending. But I really encourage everyone to read this story, The Adventures of Mr. Obadiah Oldbuck, because if you have any interest in comic books at all, this is where comic books actually begin. This is Larry, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll talk to you again next week.